Hey everybody, it's the happy hour. As you look at the scene unfolding in front of you, I'm gonna tell you this. One of the three of us is a Pro Bowl NFL player. <laughs> Guess whose physique is the giveaway? Me, Matt Offord. Matt Offord. You wouldn't <laughs> think so, but they ran. They were. They went through 53 long snappers, and it was tough. Anyway, <laughs> most importantly, Leron McLean, welcome to the show. San Diego Charger fullback, Pro Bowl All Pro. Welcome. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you for having me on, man. It's a blessing to be here. How's well, life? Welcome to New York City, our beloved garbage sauna. Yeah, it's <laughs> so real gross out. Very hot. The, the airport last night when I got in, uh, I was breaking out of sweat like I just got done working out by the time I got to our car. So it's pretty rough, man. The yeah. Heat, heat, is, heat is dangerous out here. So you, you spent, obviously, a lot of time in Alabama. How does it compare? How does the New York buildings, hot trash everywhere compared to, like, the swampiness of the South? I think, I mean, it's about the same, you know, with the heat. You know, it's right. it, it very hot up there. I, I didn't even... Uh, even though you know, I was uh, asking my girl like, uh, is it is it is it this hot up here? In, in <laughs> is it that hot in Baltimore right now? And is it is it uh, that true? She said it was about like eighty five, like ninety last night. So, Damn. I was sweating like crazy, you know, by the time we got up to the uh, to our room. So it was crazy. And you hashtag everything with sweater. Yes. Is that because you are a sweater? Yes. So cool. Very cool. <laughs> if, it, if, it, if it's cool, you know, uh, put a sweater on it. So that's <laughs> that's how uh, I tag it at the, all my tweets and all that. Nice. Well, welcome to the show. Um, I want to know, how has your summer been? Because the, the summer is obviously, it's still work for you, even though you're not on on the field, under the lights, uh, with the TV cameras and games going on. This is this is prep time. This is pre-production. How has your summer been? It's been awesome. Been awesome. I've uh, been training. Been training uh, great down in Alabama, you know, with my trainer, uh, Johnny from uh, JD uh, PI Sports. Uh, we've been getting after it. You know, I had time, you know, to uh, take my little trips and everything and uh, vacation time. You still need that relaxed time because, you know, when training camp starts, it's uh, football until February. Mm -hmm. If you want to get to the Super Bowl, you know, get back here to New York for the Super Bowl, you know. So I've mm -hmm. uh, been working hard all summer, been putting the work in, and uh, can't wait the next week to get started. Nice. What has vacation been? Oh, man, let me see. Let's see where we went. We went to uh, Paris. Went you went to Paris. To Paris. Really? Went to Paris. First time? First time. How was that? It was awesome. It was awesome. I, I want to go back, man. Uh, the coffee was great. Okay. The croissants. Uh, <sighs> just a bad thing. Everybody smokes over there. Not cool. Wake up in the morning. Everybody's smoking down the way. But it's, I mean, it's cool, though, man. The vibe over there, man. Seeing the Eiffel Tower and, mm -hmm. and uh, all the museums and and uh, everything. It, it was it was wonderful. It was Fashion Week also, so uh, oh, yeah. it, was a, it was a great it was a great week. Is that something that you're into? So what what was the purpose of Paris essentially? Was it a food? Is just exploring a new city? Is it the Fashion Week? What stood out? Uh, just wanted to, just wanted to go. So some always go. Uh, my girl used to always tell me she went and mm -hmm. she's always brag about it. So I surprised her with the trip to go back. Nice. And uh, she's into fashion a lot. She really dresses me all the time. You know. Uh, right. Uh, so uh, we went over to Fashion Week. It was a surprise to her, man. We had a great time. Nice. How's your French? Not that good. I took I took three uh, three years of it in uh, school, and I really can't speak none. Hey. But bonjour, bonjour. That's about it. That's correct. That's can it. you can you order? <laughs> just uh, just un peu. <sighs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it was crazy. It's, it's talk, I couldn't hardly understand anybody talking to me and and all that. But uh, it was a great experience, man. It was it was wonderful. Oh, outstanding. Great shopping. Great shopping. What'd you what'd you come away with shopping wise? Oh, uh, we went to Christian Louboutin, uh, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, uh, the Hermes store. Um you did it right. 
A lot of stuff. I went to a great. Uh, let me see a restaurant. We went to. I, I saw my first Moulin Rouge show. Nice. Oh, so wow. that was that was very different. You know, we went to that man, the dancing and, mm-hmm. and all that, uh, the servings of the food, and you know, it's very different, man, and uh, very great. Look, your career is not going to last forever. It's yeah. good to have a backup plan, yeah. Moulin Rouge performer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I could see it. I'm sitting here envisioning. You wear some Louis Vuitton. Be the don't lead. You, Dan? Louis Vuitton. I do not wear the no. Louis. I do not pull. I wish I could pull it off. I, yeah. This is this is the penguin. The penguin. Is what, yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's awesome. Uh, one of the things we like to do because it's summer and you know there's not a ton to do is we like to talk about our weeks. And yeah. we're going to talk about your career. We're going to talk about the NFL season. But first off, what was the best thing you did, saw, ate, experienced this specific week? Uh, I'd say just being at the uh, ESPYS in LA, uh, seeing uh, LeBron James, mm-hmm. you know, uh, walk down the red carpet, uh, seeing Ray Lewis. Did again. you like that suit that LeBron wore? He was clean. He was okay. clean. I think it was clean, I man. It good. The I way the way that nice, him and actually. the yeah. way that him and his uh, fiance came, you mm-hmm. know, to the show and how they settled down the stage, just perfect for a king. You know, how he, yep. he's the only one walk, walked across the stage. You know, to sit in the seat. Everybody else had to come <laughs> through the side doors. You know, I was about like uh, five rows behind him, man. Just being around, you know, I felt like a kid in the candy store. Just being around great athletes like that and uh, seeing everybody it was a great experience. And mm-hmm. uh, going to the uh, SB after party, you know, uh, meeting some uh, great coaches. I met the Texas A&M coach. Yeah, someone. Uh, met, yeah, met him, man, and uh, that was great. That was a great uh, experience talking to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, met Johnny Football. Also. How was that? That was great, too. It was great, too. It was kind of quick, you know, because I think he was moving around. You know, he can he couldn't have a drink or anything. He felt, I think he felt a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Now you're, drink a, a you're bit, an Alabama so. guy. Did you, yeah. you tell him A&M has it coming this year? I really, I really didn't want to, you know, get into that with him. <laughs> but I know on the 14th it's going to be rough for him, you know, when uh, Alabama comes to town. So I know they got that game circled on their calendar from uh, what happened last year. So who was, who was the best person you did meet though that night that you had time to to who sit down see? with or who talk to you? and meet? Yeah. Let me see the best person. I say uh, Eric Davis from the uh, really? NFL AM show. Uh, I watch it every morning in okay. Cali. I had to get up early to watch it. Yep. You know, to watch him, man. But just meeting him, you know, uh, seeing what he's been doing on the show and everything, and uh, just telling tell him it was great to meet him and uh, just uh, hearing him talk about sports. On so, uh, a guy that's been in the league and understands everything that's been going on, just to hear him talk about it. Uh, brings a good perspective, you know, to the game. Is that something you want to get into after your career is over? How do you feel like you'd be as a broadcaster? <laughs> I, I think I think I'd be okay. You know, I think a lot of people. Uh, I think I just tell you know tell the truth. I think some people just you know uh, be biased in some ways mm-hmm. and, and you know not straightforward. I feel like he uh, brings it straight out. You know, brings out the truth. You know, really just seeing in the eyes of you know a real ball player. So right, that brings uh, that what makes him uh, great on the show. All right, so we've talked about the fact that it is your summer. You have camp starting Wednesday. Yes. So personally for you, what are you looking to not necessarily improve upon, but what are you looking to get out of camp? What are you looking for from your new teammates that are drafted or brought in? What What is the thing that you have focused on going into camp? Just, uh, you know, uh, just do my job better than I did last year. You know, I felt like I had a good season, but not great. Okay. You know, uh Feel like I put in a, put in a, I think uh, I, I just think just over just overthinking everything, just trying to do too much uh, of not just doing my job, you know. And uh, we got some great guys around us now, uh, new guys in the locker room, 
uh, that's going to, you know, uh, make this team better. So I'm just doing whatever I can, you know, to make this team win. You know, uh, we haven't, you know, been in the playoffs, you know, in, the, in these last couple of years. And we're trying to do everything we can, you know, to get that city back behind us, mm -hmm. you know, get that stadium filled up, man, and try to win this division. It's going to be hard, you know, with Denver in the, uh, in the division with Payne Manning and the Chiefs adding what they added and, you know, the Raiders added some people too. So it's going to be a great challenge for us, man. I think we we ready for it, man, led by Phillip Rivers. You know, we play, we play better around him. I feel like uh, uh, sky's the limit for us, and I think we could get it done. You know, I, I want to talk about Philip Rivers because a lot of fans like had uh, just the way that he reacts emotionally on TV is 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 funny to a lot of people who aren't cheering for the Chargers. But yeah. I've I talked to uh, a friend of a friend of mine who works for the, for the Chargers and says that like he is the most amazing leader. Like uh, as a buddy of mine was a Marine officer, and he was like, I've, I've seen a lot of players. I was like, this is the sort of guy that could be like a leader in the Marine Corps. And it's surprising to hear as a fan because I don't like see that as a fan. Is it like what's he like? Uh, in the locker room, on the field, he's great. I mean, he's he's one of the, uh, he, he's so funny, man. He uh, keeps us keeps us laughing in in the locker room, you know. But when it's come down to, when it's time to work, you know, he he gets up in front of us. Uh, he got up in front of us uh, when we started off season workouts and when we ended it, just to tell him the goals of, of where we're going. He's a great leader, you know. I look up to him, man. Uh, just as as a man, you know, a, a great father, you know. Just seeing him with his kids, you know, he's he's a great great human being, great man. You know, and uh, a great quarterback. You know, he took some, took some uh, shots. You know, some from from people. You know, about his game and everything. But I feel like, as a whole, the other ten players on offense, we have to play better around him to make him better. You know, so this year that's our goal, and uh, I think Philip could get it done. Man. I think he could get it done. How much do you pay attention in the off season to what? your team does whether it's drafting like how closely did you pay attention to the draft how closely do you pay attention to free agent signings not just with your team but around the league how how closely do you do you really get involved with that yeah I look I look into it you know you everybody always you know waiting to see you know uh where, where's the next guy going how much is he getting mm -hmm. you know uh how, how many millions uh or the signing bonus or whatever and, and on the draft you know I was at our draft party uh, when we drafted our, our picks, our first pick, uh, DJ Fluker, being mm -hmm. from Alabama, I was very hyped about that, nice. uh, seeing that. But the additions and uh, everything that we had on our team, I think uh, our GM, our new GM, Telesco, did a did a great job. You know, them guys in that front office, man, been been, been working hard, probably working right now, mm -hmm. you know, just doing whatever they can, you know, to uh, have our team at, at its uh, highest peak and uh, best level. So I'm looking forward to that. Can't wait to get back, you know, around them guys, man, and get going. Nice. What? Who are the names? So you mentioned DJ Fluker. Other guys that are now on the roster that you're excited to see in camp? Uh, uh, Johnny Patrick, you know, at, uh, at corner. Uh, man, Tateo, man, a great teammate, man. Mm -hmm. Been coming in, working hard since day one. Uh, can't I, wait to see him on the field. Have you, you know, spent time play. with him at all? Yes. Uh, I mean, we, we always get in the cold tub at the workouts. Uh, and uh, we always talk. I always give him a hard time about the VCS National Championship okay. game. <laughs> you know, when Bama got random all over in that game. But uh, he's a great guy, man. Great teammate. Uh, like I said, man, he, he just put his head down and he's been mm -hmm. working hard. Just trying to do whatever he can, you know, to make our team uh, better. You know, Donald Butler is uh, grooming them along. You okay. know, that inside linebacker position, man. And uh, we got Keenan Allen at receiver. Uh, we got some young guys, uh, some free agent pickups that we had, you know, in the secondary that been making plays all all summer, all all spring long. You know, so I mean, it's going to be a, a great experience, you know, with the with the new coach and uh, new teammates out there, and everything's everything's different, you know, from the way that we eat, from the way that we stretch, really, from the way that we uh, work out, from the way that we train, you know. So it's very different for guys that have been under you know, uh, that was under North Turner for uh, them years. Right. And you, you mentioned Manti Teo, and one of the, the big things about him was his off-the-field story and how 
a future NFL locker room would react to that, you know, the, the kind of crap that they'd give mm-hmm. him or just how they'd respond to him and bringing him in. What has early on the locker room and his relationships with teammates been like? I just, uh, I, I haven't heard anything of any, uh, anybody say anything about, really? you know, okay. what went on. You know, I think that's behind everybody. Uh, after he got in there and he showed that he could work, uh, we all, I, only thing I make jokes about is, like I said, is that game and uh, mm-hmm. just blocking on when, when I told, <laughs> Look, when I told him almost, we go get in the pass. He almost tackled Eddie Lacy a lot. Yeah. He almost, almost, like, no, he came real close, <laughs> which I think is like super cool of him. Like, <laughs> he was I, telling me, man, that's that probably one of the, 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 the toughest games he ever been in, you mm-hmm. know, just blocking them big linemen. You could tell, you know, them guys getting drafted in the first round, man, right. with, a, with a chance them and uh, DJ Fluker, you know, so. It was, was a great it, challenge for him, man. I can't wait to see him on the field. Was it yeah. three Alabama players that, that from that offensive line that went in the draft? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. it was Fluker, it was Warmack. Barrett Jones, yeah. and it was Chance Warmack. Just a monster yeah. line. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's actually interesting. So you you graduated, you left Alabama in two thousand after the two thousand six season. Yeah. So you drafted in two thousand seven. Are there any? Are there? Are there points where you're like, I wish I was three years younger. <laughs> I wish I was there like for 2010, 2011, 2012. It was Mike Shula. Not yeah, I had Shula, yeah, Shula, I had Shula yeah. for four years. And uh, I remember uh, train. I was training in Orlando and I uh, saw that Nick Saban got got hired. <laughs> you know, so I really didn't know what to expect. So, you know, right. uh, the guys that I was with, you know, had a you know rough little senior year with them. But they went down and won the Independence Bowl. And then, like, everything just like a life for Everything just yeah. fl- uh, switched, man. And uh, they just start undefeated. You know, went to the Sugar Bowl, lost to Utah that year. Then his national championships, you mm-hmm. know, three of the last four years, man. So I always say, man, if I could have got, you know, one year under, you know, ain't, ain't no That's telling. That's not bad. You know, what would have happened, you know. But uh, I'm just uh, proud to be, you know, in the position I'm in. That just made me work harder, you know, and uh, got me drafted uh, in 2007. So I'm fine with that. You're, you're fine with that. <laughs> another uh, another new addition through the draft, Keenan Allen. I mm-hmm. want to ask about this because it's kind of a trend of the offseason. Keenan Allen was uh, had like a, a vine where he was wearing a Raiders hat. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> nope, can't do that. Nope, not Raiders hat. And, and then <laughs> it was any other hat other than Raiders. <laughs> and then Colin Kaepernick, of course, had the Dolphins hat. Um, and yeah, there's there's your new teammate, and there's there's oh, Colin see, Kaepernick. Man, yep. And uh, and Cam Newton. <laughs> Cam Newton said that he's like still in, still a Falcons fan, even though they're a division rival of in the, of, division. Of oh, the Panthers. Man, for real, that's yeah. crazy. And uh, is that? I feel like. I can appreciate the fact that they're honest about like these. This is the team that I grew up liking, but right. is that really smart when it's a division rival? I don't, I don't think I don't it is. You you won't see me in the Denver Broncos hat or <laughs> a Kansas City Chiefs hat. I know I was with Kansas City, you know, but as soon as I got signed to Diego, I had to go Chargers. You know, cross, go Chargers, boat <laughs> up. I had to I had to cross over, you know. But I don't think you know everybody. They pay, probably make a big deal about it, but some some people just put the hats on to go with their you know their outfits or whatever, you know. But if you know you go get a lot of you know strife about it, you know don't do it. I feel know. like you can find a black hat that isn't an Oakland Raiders yeah. one. Right. A lot of I'll bet somebody made a black Chargers hat. <laughs> I'll bet somebody made that hat. <laughs> what I got? A, a guy on our team has one. A guy on our team has See, one. Exactly. Yeah, a guy on our team has one. Uh, one of the things I think is actually really interesting when you look at sort of the trends offensively with where the NFL is going. This past year, we saw Russell Wilson, we saw Robert Griffin, we saw Colin Kaepernick mostly in a 49ers uniform, um, running sort of a a newer kind of offense that came from the college game, a Mm -hmm. lot of it. You play a position that is sort of hybrid fullback and running back role that isn't used as much in that sort of system. I guess it it varies, but when you look at where the NFL has started to go, Chip Kelly going to the Eagles, and a lot of these spread guys coming in and adjusting offenses, building more around mobile quarterbacks, that kind of thing, what is your reaction to the, the sort of evolution 
oh man, it's just I gotta I gotta do more. I gotta yeah. do more, you know, uh, in my position. You know, I, uh, like like I've been working on this whole offseason, just uh, catching the ball more, running routes. Okay. And uh, just involving my game to, you know, be more than just uh, running the ball and uh, blocking fullback, you know. So you just got to adjust to the league. You know, the league will continue to change. Probably 10 years from now it's going to be something different. They might mm-hmm. go back to, you know, the wishbone or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But you got just got to adjust, you know, to the league or if you want to stay in, you know, and and uh, and just do what you got to do, you know, to get on the field. So that's what I'm doing now, trying to adjust my game. So hopefully I have about 60 catches this year or something like that. 60 catches, that's the goal. Nice. That'll be good. All right. And you, you play a position also. I would love 60 catches Don't myself. Tell me. Um, you I'm play, taking fantasy football. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Take catches. Notes. Noted. Um, I'm going to hold you to that. You play a position at, at fullback and running back where you have a number of different responsibilities. Obviously, football is a game of a lot of moving parts. So... Is it tough to to not walk away from a play frustrated if if you make your block, you make your read, running back reads the wrong hole, or you pick up a blitz, quarterback misses the hot, something like that? Is it tough to forget about those frustrations play after play, or can it add up? Uh, I think I think you just you have to you have to move on to the next play. You okay. know, uh, just do your job, do whatever you can. You know, to, to do your job. You know, I, I know it's been plenty of plays. You know, throughout my career, I'd have, I'd have blocked and and thinking the guy passed me, and he's tackling the backfield. I'm trying to wonder out. You know what happened? What happened? You know where did that guy come from? You know, but right. that's how you get uh you get too caught up in the game and the next play happened, and you still worried about that play. You can mess up. You know, uh, your teammates on 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 that next given play. So I just try to move on fast. You know, just uh, correct it on film. Come. Monday, because in the game, man, it happened so fast and so many plays. You never know, you know, which play is going to win the game or lose the game. So you got to just keep keep focused, man, and just keep going. Don't get frustrated about it. All right. What what games have you circled this season on the calendar, on the schedule? Oh, man, I just say the first one, you know, versus Houston. That's going to be a, a mm-hmm. Monday night game going against a great defense like that. You know, uh, uh, they're getting their players back. You know, J.J. White, you know, mm-hmm. that, that guy right there is, is, is He's a monster. He's not bad. You He's, know. I shook his hand. Dominant I shook athlete. his hand and it swallowed my entire forearm. <laughs> it's true. He's it's going to be a great challenge hands. for us. I'll tell you that. It's, it's like a great shaking hands with a, a small shark. Yeah. Like completely encapsulating <laughs> yeah. your hand. Yeah. That, yeah, the Houston game is going to be a good one. Yeah. You're going to. Oh, I was, uh, I was wondering uh, just how, because we're talking about training camp coming up. And uh, I want to know, like, because it's, it's got to be nice to have training camp in San Diego rather yeah. than, say, Missouri. Kansas City, yeah. Yeah, great, <laughs> man. The, the weather, you know, is, is great, man. I see uh, how we do our schedule this year is, is so different that we're going to start in the morning. So, you know, the sun really don't come out in San Diego to about, like, 9, 30, 10. Got the right. June gloom yeah, even in August. Yeah, so we probably had, like, an hour in the sun. And, you mm-hmm. know, then the rest of the day is just, you know, our second practice in the afternoon walkthrough. And uh, everything would be cool. But uh, I love the weather. You know, out there, I know my first year out there last year during training camp, I was – like man, you know the weather out here is great. You know, it's, it's a few, bad. it's a few, it's a few days now. It get, it get real hot out there. Yep. You know, it's a few days, but, but not, no not very often. Yeah, no, no humidity, uh, and not, not very often that it's just like scorching hot. You know, it's really cool about 75, 80 with a breeze. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Do you think it benefits the team to to train in that hard weather and that nasty hot weather? Like, do you think that you get stronger or? Uh, does it, does it benefit the, like the team experience? I think just at, just the first you know press like the first quarter of the season, the first four games in September would be so hot you know in, in some areas. So I think uh, that helps. I know when we played uh, Tennessee last year in the second game, we had to wear all white. We had to call it a whiteout. Mm-hmm. It was so hot you know uh, we was like drenched. <laughs> like, let's you know, call yeah. it a whiteout. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it was so it was so it was so drenched out there you know with the heat and everything. So. 
I think I think I think it helps the team, you know, to get out there, get guys in shape, you know, uh, sweat a lot more. Guys need to lose a little bit more extra weight, you know. I know uh, a couple of practices you have it off of you, you know, with the heat, you know. I, I enjoy it. Uh, really don't like everybody. I don't know anybody just came in and said they love training camp, but right. you got to do it, you know, to get ready uh, for for your season and uh, and put in that work, you know. So I know we're gonna get tired of beating up on each other the first couple of weeks and. <laughs> Can't wait to play Seattle in that first preseason game. Ooh. What what is your what is your regimen? Well, I guess what was the last day you trained yourself? Full day of training, which was when? Today. Today. Yeah. Today. What was what was your workout? What was your diet today? Uh, pretty much. I uh, got up this morning. Uh, went down. You know, in my hotel where where I'm at, and uh, just did a uh, metabolic, uh, high intensity, uh, full body workout. So I did like four quarters of that. Uh, okay. Like six different ex- exercises. You know, I did it uh, four quarters. So I just do all six. Take like a one minute break and do all six again for four quarters, and it just uh, consists of just burpees, uh, close grip. I mean, close uh, diamond push-ups, uh, okay. wall sits, uh, a lot of core, um, jump rope, um, step ups, squats. You know, body weight squats sure. and everything. Just get my body, you know, prepared for next week. You know, uh, when I gotta get on the scale. Hope it says uh, my weight. My What's weight. What's the come number? Back. My my the weight that I signed because everybody had, we had to sign. Uh, letters to come back is 258, so hopefully I'd be like five under that. So, you, so the goal is a little over 250. Yeah, yeah. All right, a little bit over 250. I lifted 20 pound weights this morning. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I... Laron and I streamlined our workouts are pretty similar. I've went. I've been to the gym twice this week, which yeah. is which is a lot for me. I could tell. Yeah, everybody's been talking around the office. They're it like, was, I think it trended on Twitter for a little while. It did trend on Twitter. Matt's workout. They when Laron got here, they were like, I hope Matt doesn't beat up Laron. <laughs> like they're like, I hope it's... he doesn't. Like it could get weird. All right, that's fair. And so, what will you? What's what's the eating like during training camp? What is what? What's the diet? Uh, I say in the morning, I wake up. Uh, I probably have a shake for breakfast. Okay. Uh, probably get a little uh, protein shake, a lot of fruits and uh, salad for uh, delicious, probably just delicious the main shake thing. for lunch, and then a sensible dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably the, uh, a small salad for lunch and okay. a salad for dinner. Wow. I, I probably eat the same thing probably like a month straight, like uh, chicken salad. I put fish on my salad or something mm-hmm. like that. Just keep it. Steady, and then by the time the first week uh, of the season, I try to, you know, get with my chef uh, out there in uh, San Diego and just try to map out my meals throughout the season. That's what I'm doing this year. Uh, better than I did last year is just just eating right, just trying to maintain and uh, my body composition, everything throughout the whole season. So by the time you know December hit, I'm still the same guy and playing at a higher level. So I can't wait for that. After the season, are you just like? <laughs> give me, give me all the pasta. I just want nothing but yeah, pasta. Yeah, what, for a what month. is your like? I'm giving up today. What is that meal? Oh man, uh, I, I it's so hard for me to give up French fries, man. I love French fries. Real good. When I went to Paris, yeah. man, I, oh, think, yeah. I thought they had some of the best, <sighs> the best French fries. I don't know if it was different because we were in France. Duck fat. Oh yeah. Oh, it's great. The herbed fries. They were, they, were, mm-hmm. they were awesome, you know. So I just try to, you know, stay away from that. My mom cooks all the time. When I when I go down south, I try to. Like I'm, I'm going back home Saturday uh, grits, man. for a little bit, so I try to try to. I'm gonna have to stay away from her house. I know she's gonna be barbecuing <laughs> and making all kind of stuff that I can't eat. You know, to get on that scale Wednesday. So right, one of the one of the things we've always talked about in the office here. What are your fry power rankings? Top three kinds of French fries. Oh man, I like. Um, so any any of the categories. So you have your curlies, wedges, waffle fries, waffle. I like the wa- I like the waffle fries. Okay, and uh, I like the. Uh, I like the wedges. The wedges is pretty good. It's good. Steak fries. It's a good yeah. dipping fry. Yeah. yeah. Steak right. fries are the best, though. Steak like fries, number one. I, I, like I like steak fries. fries too. I'll order steak fries well done. I like steak fries. I like fries. that. Yeah. I, I right. like a good shoestring fry. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
It's I, a little I, I, when you have hands as big as Leron and I have. Yeah, okay. shoestring fries. You think I grab about like six of them, yeah. six, seven of them, yeah. putting yeah. them out. <laughs> I like that. It's a volume. It's a, when you're volume eating, it's it's good stuff. <laughs> uh, you mentioned that you met uh, Johnny Menzel out in L.A. briefly at the ESPYS, and one of the, one of the topics because just f- summer's so long, so yeah. people need to find something to talk about. Uh, with somebody his size, do you think he can succeed in the NFL? I really didn't know he was that. I He's think I'm a little. Big. I think I'm a little. I think I'm a little bit taller than yeah. him. He, I really didn't think he was that. Like uh, we're short. talking about, like five eleven. Yeah, he, that's short. But he's a, he's a he's a gamer. He's a ball player, right. man. Just watching him play. I, I didn't see him all season until I'm in my hotel. I think we had Tampa Bay that week, and I'm watching the A&M Bama game. And <laughs> that first drive that he had running around, I said, "Oh man, who is this guy? This guy's out here doing <laughs> amazing stuff." You know, right. uh, he's a great ball player, man. And I think I think they give him a shot. Uh, the things they also said the uh, same thing about Russell Wilson. You know, right. Russell Wilson. Made plays, you know. I think he can make plays, you know, with your feet, uh, throwing throwing the ball on the run, man. He does that at, uh, at a high level. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, he does. Yeah. I'm, no. a, C- I'm a Seahawks fan. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, one of the things I would, because I, I gravitate more towards college football mm-hmm. than the NFL. What was your recruitment like to Alabama and any other schools that you almost committed to? Oh, uh, it was it was great. Uh, I was getting recruited by you know with all, the whole thing that was going on at Alabama. I, was, I got recruited by Mike Price's staff, right? And uh, you know Mike Price was the coach at Bama Very, for like two and a half yeah. months. <laughs> yeah, you know there was an incident allegedly. <laughs> you know a little incident. You know yeah. so I committed under them. Then when uh, Shula came, uh, that that whole process was was pretty good. I was going back and forth with them in Mississippi State. Okay, because I was about to go right down right that down was the road Sylvester to Croom? Yeah, so okay. uh, it was uh, Jackie Sherrod at the time. Oh, it was Jackie, Jackie Sherrod at the time. Yes, and uh, I think it was his last year at Mississippi State. So. Uh, getting recruited by both of them, it was a great process. You know, I had a great visit down at Mississippi State. You know, down there, just seeing things I didn't know what they had, what their campus had to offer because everybody used to tell me it was so small. Cowbells yeah. is what they have yes. to offer. It yeah. was uh, clanga, clanga. It, <laughs> it was crazy down there. You know, and then me being from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and just going across the bridge to right. you know the university, just seeing that, seeing all the guys that I came in with, uh, it was a great experience. You know, and I committed to Alabama and. Uh, and they was going. They was running the spread then. They so were. I was really trying to get my weight down then, right. trying to get the running back. And mm-hmm. there's so many. It's about like five or six running backs there already. Mm-hmm. So I committed anyways. And I was like, man, what I'm. And everybody was telling me, man, why did you do that? And he got fired. Then Shula came in with the mm-hmm. pro style offense. So it worked out. It worked out. Golden. It worked out great for so who, me. So who are the other running backs? I'm trying to think. Was Glenn Coffee there? Oh uh, no, t- it was uh, when I when I got there. It was Ray Hudson, okay. uh, Shad Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, Ken Darby, uh, who else? Man, I can't. Even. Tim Castile committed the same year I did. Okay. Tim Castile did, and uh, who else? I think that about. I think that's about it. It's a few more guys. I can't think of their name, but there's a few more guys that was there. But there was there was there was running spread. You know, in the spring game, they scored like forty some points mm-hmm. almost both teams. You know, so. It was crazy, man. They they did a great job recruiting me, and I, I committed to them. But I'm glad Shula came in with that pro style offense because uh, when I got into the NFL, everybody was running that same offense. So right. when I'm in my combine means going going on the board, you know, to go over plays, I, I, f- I feel like a, a top pre- professor in there. <laughs> it was like, man, you know all this stuff already. So right. I felt great in coming out the means, you know, at the combine in Indianapolis. So uh, it was great, and I've been running the same offense for for a while now. What what did you not expect to be part of the draft process? You go in obviously not knowing what to expect, but looking back, like what was the most surprising thing that you went through? Uh, I say the the doctor visits. 
Okay. Like at the combine. What were those like? Uh, it's so long the whole day. I had to bring uh, a book to read to get to get through that, man. It was just so long. You know, got to meet with every team. Then some doctors want you to go get X-rays, and mm -hmm. some some team doctors don't. You know, so it's just a whole process of that 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 waiting period. And then just uh, that waiting period of just the draft, you know, after everything is done, you got that couple weeks, you know, taking visits to every team and, you know, doing all that, flying back and forth. You know, I wasn't used to that. I was just a homebody being in Tuscaloosa. So right. I leave for the weekend. Like, I went to visit Tampa Bay. I was so ready to get back home, you know, and everything. And uh, There's no Archibalds in Tampa Bay. None. No. No, not Zero. at all. Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Archibalds is really good. <laughs> yes, Archibalds is, is yes, really is. good. Yes, it is. <laughs> As a fullback, are you more interested in laying a hit on a linebacker that's going to free up your running back, or would you rather get the ball in your hands? Uh, I think it's just a joy of both sides. You know, I take more joy, uh, more joy in, in just blocking because that's what I got drafted for. I did a great job at that at Alabama. So just getting through the line, blocking the uh, linebacker, putting him on his back, and seeing Ryan Matthews, uh, Ronnie Brown, uh, Danny Woodhead this year, you know, run past me and score, man. It's a great feeling. It's feel like I scored, too. A few, I got a few moments like that last year, you know, but also touching the ball, you know, making a guy – uh, miss, you know, with with my size, not thinking that they're not thinking I can, or, or just right. running the guy over, you know, put him on his back, you know, it's a great feeling, also. What? Uh, who is the the linebacker that is the most satisfying to put on his ass? Oh man, if I could, if I could get, oh man, let me see. Who has been? Who have you? Who have you knocked down? That was see. that you walked away from the play, just like yeah, that was me. Is it someone oh, that man. talks a lot? I hit. I mean, I hit a. I mean, I remember last year. I say last year. Just think on last year. Uh, a safety. Uh, I think okay. Ward from uh, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, TJ, an Oregon duck. Yeah, Oregon duck. <laughs> he. Uh, I'm a duck myself. He was running a full like a full zone, okay. you know, to the right, and he came down in the box trying to come in. I like really like got you him down to him. Got into him, man. Got a good. I think we got about 12, 12 15 yards on that run. So okay. I felt pretty good about that, man. Damn got it. everybody. Got everybody going. You know, so that was a great uh, key block nice. last year. All right. Still lost that game, though, 7-6, to six, so that sucked. That was not the best game played all that last terrible. year. <laughs> that was terrible. That was, that was, that was terrible. <laughs> the, the, the whole thing, getting off the bus, man, how the weather was. Right. Cleveland Brown Field, you know, around that mm -hmm. time. You know, it was raining. You know, it was crazy. It was just a straight pound game, man. They right. beat it 7-6. I had forgotten about that game. Was, I blocked yeah, that was, game out. Was Trent Richardson scored that one yep, touchdown? Yeah, one touchdown. Yep. On their yep. first drive. On their first drive, they scored. We kicked two field goals. and It was just rough, man. It was Cleveland, rough. Cleveland does that to teams. They're yeah. just yeah. like, you, you show up in the town, they're like, you're not going to be happy the entire time you're here. Right. Even if they, even if Cleveland loses. Yeah, they'll yeah. just make it a miserable time. Just like, <laughs> I got to get out of here. You have to get out. Um, who, which, which player has been like over your career? Because now you're, you're a veteran yeah. at this point. Which player has been the thorn in your side? Which player has been like the impossible block around the league? Oh man, uh, I know four years being in Baltimore going against James Harrison. That's tough. That yeah. guy is uh, very tough. You know, uh, if you go if you go at him fast, okay, he could make you miss. He could make you uh, miss. You know, make you look crazy out there. If you try to just square him up, you know, he could overpower you with his power. So you just gotta you gotta mix it up on him. You gotta cut him sometimes. You gotta stay up high sometimes. You gotta you know cut him to roll sometimes. You know, he's a great linebacker. You know, uh, uses his strength well. And uh, he's, like I said, man, one of the top linebackers in the league these past few years, man. He's a tough guy to block. You got to be careful because he'll give you rabies. 
<laughs> He's a crazy person. He is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> what, Great ball, game ball player. What makes him specifically so good? Is it hands? Is it just general athleticism? Is it just is it is it smarts? What I just is it? think I just think his power and uh, okay. his power and, and and just know how to set guys up. You know, okay. uh, just get them going. He go slow. At sometimes, and the next time you think he goes slow, then he'll blow right past you. You know, okay. he's a great linebacker. I'm glad he, you know, finally got got picked up this uh, offseason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be a new, new, uh, yeah, new, new, new environment for him. You know, they um, they they building up over there in Cincinnati. That's you know, a, with that's their a defense. solid defense. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a solid defense. Good so. young offense. Right. Yeah, so Bengals be, could be where it's at. Make a little noise. They might make a little noise this year. I feel like they could. Oh, man. Unless they play San Diego. Now you still got you still got ties to, to Baltimore. <laughs> yes. Um. But uh, so where do you spend your off season? Are you are you in San Diego for the for the off season? Uh, I'm in or like you... the beginning of uh, the off season. I'm in San Diego. Then I go down to Alabama, uh, Tuscaloosa, okay. Alabama, where my hometown is, and uh, train. That's where my trainer is. So, uh, getting in and there. Then I spent like the last like week or so in Baltimore. Uh, still have my house up there and everything, and uh, just checking that out. Then. You know, flying back out to San Diego. Must for be it. so hard to leave Baltimore for San Diego. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. That is rough. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. So how else do you spend your offseason? We've talked about your training. We've talked about your travel. How do you relax? What do you what do, you do to, to get your mind away from football? Oh, uh, I say uh, I read a lot. You know, I've been getting into a lot of reading. Uh, I just got done with the book World War Z. Oh, uh, so, so good. I've read it great. twice now. Yeah, so read that book, man. Uh, seen the movie uh, also, you know. So, it's, I mean... Just reading and uh, just laid back, you know. I play a little, play a little basketball, man. I got my own entertainment company, so I'm into music a little bit. So okay. uh, been been uh, been doing that. Uh, got a film production uh, company down in, uh, in Alabama, so we're doing like uh, commercials and and all that. So I just try to get behind the scenes and stuff like that, you know. Uh, stuff just getting prepared, you know, for that after football life, right. like you said earlier. Nice. All right. And one of the one of the big stories of the off season has just been sort of. NFL players getting in trouble. Yeah. NFL players struggling to sort of stay on the straight and narrow. How difficult, how much of a challenge is it for when you have, when you're in the spotlight, when you do make the money that you make and you become like that target? What what are the challenges involved in just like leading a quiet, like mm-hmm. worthwhile life without getting into trouble? I just think the main thing is just being responsible, you know, being account- accountable to your teammates and uh, especially to your family. You okay. know, uh, these guys, you know, I don't understand the DUIs that you get. I mean, a ride or anything, it's just call tough. a driver is a $150, you know, or $80 an hour, you know, just Uber. to go and, yeah. Download Uber, Uber, Uber on that phone. Yeah. Please do Uber. That's <laughs> one of the best things out right now, you know. Mm-hmm. So you uh, you can do that. I don't understand that. Uh, then all the guys, you know, with, uh, you know, the guns and, and all that, you know, it's, it's no need to, you know, uh, just go to the extreme like that. Sometimes I think uh, guys in our, in, our, in our shoes, I think they feel untouchable sometimes. Right. You know, with the money that they have and feel like they can't be touched until they get touched. And then, you know, it's a, it's a rude awakening, you know, and sometimes it be too late. You know, so I just think guys need to be just more accountable, you know, to, to themselves and to their family and to their uh, organization. Where do you feel like you were best prepared to transition from being a college student, college player into becoming an NFL player? Do you feel like it was Alabama? Do you feel like it was the NFL? Do you feel like it was the Ravens? Where do you feel like do you feel like it was outside, like family, something like that? Where, what do you think best prepared you to just sort of focus on being a, a good person? I think... Uh, uh, my my sophomore year in college, uh, my coach uh, Sparky Woods, he's my running back coach, okay. and uh, 
I remember uh, I was getting I was getting yeah a spark dog that's that was my guy uh, we was, I was getting I was getting to, to a little you know getting caught up in a little bit you know in uh, in college and everything with my freshman year I was I was the second fullback behind Tim Castile so I was just rocking back and forth I had a toe injury mm-hmm. that, that that shook me off so my sophomore year uh, something happened I think I only, I ain't go to class or something and I had like five five a.m. workouts out right. there on the wet grass and everything he just stood out there. And uh, after I got done doing all the, you know, five, every five yards doing, you know, jump, uh, drop downs, you know, hit my stomach on the, on the grass. He just talked to me about just being a professional and, and about just carrying myself as a professional every day on campus and uh, every day out there on the practice field and do whatever I can, you know, to get to the next level. And he said if I just put my work into it and put my mind into it, you know, to do that, you know, and I'll be okay, you know, and uh, – he always say that to this day, you know, just play like a professional and be a professional, man. And I think that was my crossover right there, man. I got got into it, man, and that's wow. the year I really got going. Nice. All right. So you're in New York. You're doing you're doing some work with Thuzio. What what can people do with you? What what is the Laron McLean experience? <laughs> I mean, I mean, pretty much anything. You know, uh, uh, is a is a is a great great thing that uh, you can go on. You know, log onto it. You know, uh, and, and search my name and pretty right. much come. Come to uh, charity events, uh, golfing events, uh, birthday parties, you a good uh, golfer? dinners. I'm all right, you know. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm all right. I'm a little shaky still. I'm still <laughs> trying to take lessons. I've been taking lessons for three years now. So okay, wow, it'll <laughs> so last you. You'll be all right. Could we go? So I'm still trying to get. I'm still trying to get better at it. Could we go bowling? We could go bowling. I do that well. Yeah. I do okay. that well. What's your What's, what's your best bowling score? I think uh, I think my best bowling score probably like a like a 190. That's oh, pretty that's, good. That's that's, that's real good. Pretty I think, good. I think mine. You know, I did like 170. Like 170. Yeah, I'm somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah. 190. I've been trying to shoot for that 190 about like two years ago, so I haven't got to it yet. All right. Laser tag. All that. Laser oh, tag. Uh, Chinese checkers. Anything. Anything. <laughs> checkers. <laughs> You ever Connect play Chinese four? checkers? Yeah, oh, it is. it's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, tough. No, I would be. I'm sure Laron would kill me at it. All right. Well, Laron McLean, thank you very much for coming to SB Nation. It. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, steak fries. That's steak the big fries. thing I took from this interview. Yeah. Steak <laughs> Go steak fries. Favorite dipping sauce for fries? Oh uh, man, ranch. Ranch. Oh, and you know, I went to uh, being in Baltimore for four years, man. The Old Bay seasoning. Oh, the Old Bay seasoning. I like I like Killer. the Bloody Mary rimmed with Old Bay. Wow. Yeah, that's, oh that's, that's, that's a, a brunch thing? drink. Yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> got, I, got, I don't know. I got family in Maryland. I just, uh, so it's true. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. I haven't had one. Never had one. I've never had one either. <laughs> well, Yet you, another you thing, shouldn't. Laron and I. <laughs> you, you've got a body to take care of? Yeah. Mine, is mine. I treat it like garbage. So I, I'm going to be having Bloody Marys this weekend. All right. Well, Laron McClain, good luck this season with the Chargers. Thank you, man. Thank Enjoy you. San Diego and the fish tacos. Go grilled and not fried. Oh, yeah. Keep the weight down. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. And uh, we'll see you next week. And thank you so much, man.